Welcome to Pitched and Unscripted. I'm AJ. This is Mel. And I'm Mina. Well, we're going to open the bag on the topic of mental health. Ooh, mental health. Let's talk about that. Mental health generally <laughs> or just uh, there's so many layers to this mental health crisis. It's definitely a lot, and uh, we as black people push it up under the rug, man. And it's killing us. It really is. Like It's sad and unfortunate that we don't have the proper, well, I won't say we don't, but the proper channels to receiving help seems like it's uh, a myth for us. Like it's uh, a unicorn. I feel, or, I feel like it's there. We just don't take the initiative. A lot of people put it on the back burner. That's how I feel about it. Like, yeah. they push it to the side and wear a smile every day. Yeah. And you don't even and be you, knowing anything wrong with anyone. You're on the inside. Right, See, every day. it's mental health in, in this stance. Like, sometimes mental health is uh, your chemical imbalance. That's You're born with it. Right. But the mental health, you know, I think, uh, I, I know I suffer from, is like trauma. You, you ever right. been diagnosed with, like, yeah, mental Yeah. And what they say about you? And you want the list or you want the most important? Shit. <laughs> what are we struggling with today? Uh, today I'm not struggling with anything. I'm happy as ever today. Like, oh, I'm not even going to lie. Uh, like, um, no, nah, it's not even that. Like, I just took accountability right. for myself. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's helping. Um, but if we're going to talk about diagnosis, uh, bipolar, uh, depression, um probably a uh, personality disorder possibly mm. um, i mean you think or you actually <laughs> nah, that, I, okay. i'm almost certain I, uh, <laughs> on that one definitely a personality disorder but you know i'm most definitely positive that i i'm bipolar you you've been I, diagnosed I, or you I, just i have not but i know for a fact i'm bipolar okay so are you wait a minute, you're a virgo or are you uh, a leo She's a, a Virgo. I'm a, I'm a you're a Virgo. Virgo. Oh no, you're not bipolar. You just, you just. I'm just what. I mean, <gasps> oh, don't worry. I'm I'm Virgo too. So okay, so nothing ain't wrong with us. Okay, <laughs> no, nothing's okay. wrong with us. I got that. I'm cool with that. Is there something wrong but, with Leos? I know that for a fact. Like, no, that them fuckers crazy, bro. That might be. Let maybe the moon made you have mental illnesses. Maybe. I mean, on a funny note, but so, so what's your serious? What's, what's your excuse? My excuse. I had a lot of trauma, and and I think mine is chemically imbalanced because most of my family suffer from schizophrenia they suffer from depression so i know i didn't know it was gonna i was gonna hit me because i just think that was you know an scapegoat for the reason why you act crazy or you lock yourself in the house or you have imaginary friends i thought it was drugs you know most people black people think it's you know drugs make you act that way or be diagnosed with mental health like you lose your mind once you get on a drug i thought it's supposed to calm you down though well i mean i don't know what type of drug well some do some have those effects but. yeah because what type of drug are you referring to that had with the uh imaginary friends and stuff like that these was drugs that was given to you by the doctor <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm, I'm concerned. Like, I First was of all, I'm was not like, talking about me. I'm talking about my family members. Oh, but was now, it drugs that been... was coming from the doctor? Like, no. like oh, Okay, because I thought the drugs from the doctor. Drugs. I was like, about to say the drugs from the doctor was supposed to help the situation. Not, <laughs> make, street... it, 
No, the street drugs. But you know, once somehow shit. the whatever happens with your the chemical in your brains, and, and now you're because not that's right. Some shit that we ain't supposed to really be putting in our body. So yeah, they create them other characters I, that's going on. Right, but but shit, I, I was concerned about whoever you was talking about. I thought the <laughs> drugs they had got from the doctor. Oh had my god, saying, no, oh my I'm god. talking about I'm my drugs family do that to people. You're right, but I was concerned because we hadn't gotten to that part of the conversation yet. So I was like, damn, this is going no, there already. <laughs> y'all don't be reading y'all don't be reading no commercials when they be having the, Man, the side like the stuff called the tutor and the, stuff like that the <laughs> the <side> <laughs> they talking about please do not take this medicine if you are allergic first of all bitch i gotta take it to figure out if i'm allergic because i don't know what the name of exactly. these ingredients that's on this motherfucker first and then there'd be so many side effects they be saying about 20 things and then they have the shit and fine print on the bottom of that the screen kill you. knowing damn well nobody ain't reading that that fast you know, I don't understand it. Well, maybe you have that conversation at the doctor's office. You know, that's just a commercial <laughs> pilot of what the drug is. So, I mean, fair. All right, so Mel, I'm gonna ask you this question since yeah. you say at the doctor's office, you and I both have gotten medicine as far as our mental health from mm-hmm. the doctor. I don't know about your doctor, but my doctor has never went down and said this medicine might give you the runny ass, <laughs> kidney stones, <laughs> heart failure. <laughs> And the shivers at night. He ain't never came and gave it to me like this. He did tell me I might be a little constipated and you know I might it might change my appetite right but he didn't tell me i was gonna borderline <laughs> damn it die so that, you keep talking about that how you talk to your doctor you don't find out the true shit until you realize it damn i take this medicine that they as a matter of fact the commercial come on because this happened to me the commercial came on and i was like damn i take that right there and then the side effects started running down <laughs> he was like what the fuck is going like, on i'm trying to figure out what right? it I'm, I'm trying to find my pill bottle because like bitch, the doctor ain't trying to kill me trying so, to kill the me. next morning i called it out i'm like yo i just saw the commercial you didn't tell me that I was going to damn near die if I kept taking this for six months. Right. He told me, no, do you know this just some people? Some people, my ass. What if I be <laughs> I one of those people? One I am to some people. Like, what? I told oh my, my sister, we, we got to change this because ain't no way in the hell you getting ready to have me in a good mental state. But one of your but medications was on the um, TV. That's major. That's um, kinda, I, I never had that. It was, the, it was that depression, the little sad guy that... Uh, Zoloff? Yep. Oh, yeah. Like you're not about to tell me all these. They put me it. on that too. I was on Zoloft. I was on um, Prozac. Do it make you? Do it make you feel like? Nah, sad? Zo- like, Zoloft really had you sad know. though. I ain't gonna even lie. What Zoloft had fuck? me sad. I don't know what happened with Zoloft. Zoloft was either breaking. I think I was allergic to Zoloft and Prozac. Prozac made me feel like I was crazy. It made me feel crazier. Paxil gave me headaches. But um, I'm on Selexa right now. So Selexa, Alexa oh, Pro. Y'all could talk about I'm not that, on all nothing. that medicine because I don't point. take nothing. Uh-huh. I'm not. I ain't nothing. never been diagnosed <clears throat> with shit. I just feel like. Well, see, it's different when you uh like. Well, how you don't you have any kids? You know, I did, I got diagnosed when I had kids. Okay. Um, because I would just be so irritated by them. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it was part of postpartum. And I finally went to the doctor. I was like, "Look, this don't feel safe to me. I feel uncomfortable. Like something's going on." And he was like, "Well, do you feel like you might hurt your kids?" No, but they be making me mad. Like right. I really be uncontrollably mad. But you know, I'm not going to do anything because they're my kids. Right, I love you my have kids. restraint, but it's just the feeling. It's just the feeling inside. I'm uncomfortable. It's driving with. you crazy. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it went from there. They gave me the medicine, but y'all, I ain't gonna even lie to you. I have not found out one pill medicine that I felt like really controlled how I felt. Mm-hmm. So you feel like I'm doing better by myself, right? Like okay. being able to get accountability was was a big part for me so like i said being able to okay this is your issue this is what's triggering it this is what you might need to do 
Yeah. It, you think it it's better. mainly for people that got kids though? Because you no, said to me no, like no, you no. don't have any kids. No, so. no, 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 no. I'm just like, saying. But oh, that okay, she I was, was saying, how did I find how out? She got tr- yeah, how, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what I was saying was as far as with how I came up with I was saying about kids with kids after we have kids we we have to go back for six weeks and they ask you about those things. A person without kids who um. You know, most people who don't have kids, you're not going to the doctor so something's wrong with you. Right. And to get into that conversation as a black person, going to the doctor, say, you go to the doctor for a cold, you're not going to be like, hey, doc, so I've been feeling real strange lately. Like, I've been really wanting to just rip people's head off. Like, I've just been getting mad and I just can't seem to do nothing about it. It's not going to be a conversation that you're going to have with the doctor when you're just going in there because your chest was hurting. Right. Or because you got a fever and you got a cold. So... It's different. They actually ask you those things after you have a child, like how your mental health has been, because they know that postpartum and all those things are a part of something. If you go to the doctor, you know, on a regular thing, they're not going to ask you that. You got to throw that out there, you know, for them to know that that's a problem, Mm -hmm. which goes on it being pushed under the rug because nobody's asking, hey, how are you doing today? How do you feel? So a life change really Got you know kind of trigger your yeah. imbalance so with with your mind situation. Well, mine was trauma too, but right. you know I it wasn't so knowledge until right you know something else was able to put in play right for them to ask me you know what's wrong right. So other than that, you wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have said nothing right though. had you not had the kids and yep. that's crazy. But then you can live with the trauma mm. that you probably need to work through that, and you was already it wasn't even right. living through it really. It was suffering right. Oh right. I was suffering daily. I feel like people should go get help. Yeah. They yeah. feel like something is wrong. I had to. Um, but unlike people like me, I don't give a fuck. I ain't going to get no help because I can figure it out myself. Yeah. But you hurting yourself doing that. Mm. You yeah. ruining a lot of things for yourself doing that. Well, what mm. you are doing. Okay. Right now, because I, I, I get you. I understand is that right now you haven't had anything else that's going to break the camel's back. Once something else traumatizing happens, you might go batshit crazy. Seriously, you might mm. because you know you as women as black women anyway. We always you know suffer in silence. We figure it out, and that already puts a bind on us that uh like it's almost building up the tension yeah. for an exploding. So you Thanks. so I I don't know how many more traumas, but the next trauma could. Be the be breaking the, point for Be you. the breaking point. I had some traumatic shit. No. I, I understand that. We come I'm from, you that now, from strong <laughs> background. So some it, traumatic shit. And some and it could be something small. It might just trigger you. Like it's just gonna be yep. something where I'm not sure how you know, but it, it it would be best to get those off the off your chest so then you can build up some more, but that next one is not gonna Send you over. What if I go in like some dirt or some shit and just roll around in the dirt? You think that'll help? Hell, I don't. At this point, shit. I, burn. Go to the mountains the and I scream. Or <laughs> uh, do some shit to just get it off my chest. Because I damn like, sure can't do it in the city of Darlington and just go outside and scream. Somebody yes, might think can. somebody trying to fucking kill me or something. I do that. I go outside oh, and shit. scream. And my baby looking at me like, Mom, what you doing? As loud as my ass might scream, my damn head probably explode from that shit. But no, I got I got diagnosed with chronic depression because of traumatic. Well, I already had trauma as a you know a child. But the the thing that broke with me was my the car accident. It just like I just I couldn't imagine myself being down 
not able to move, and then they still telling me I'm not able to move for years at a time. Oh, like that I, I can, you know, mm. what I'm saying I can understand a, a month, months, or you know, six months or something. But they telling me I won't be able to. I'm not gonna function the same way. Like I, for people that get in car accidents and be paralyzed and still have a, a good sense of, um, I guess, up here because because mm-hmm. so, that I know that shit <clears throat> will eat anybody up if they were something and then they had something traumatic happen to them and they are disabled. Right. But um, that that shit took a toll. Like that shit broke. That shit broke me. Physical. I, I Physically feel like, and yeah. mentally, I was not. Yeah. A good, I was not in a good space. So I yeah. So they gave me that, and then there was situations where I would try kill people, and they they, they had to lock me up for that. I done had I don't had people that I know that's close to me that suffer from depression bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how to deal with people that suffer from depression bad because I know I do. You know what right. I'm saying? But and you, so and I don't your be how to. Is to hey, you got to keep moving, suck it up, put it in the bag. That's how I through. feel like I should be towards them. Like right. I'm doing but, this shit, you do the shit too. Right, but see, like some people are not mentally capable and don't have the capacity to do you. You know, right? And see, and then then what is mental? You know, what is mental health when it's when you're able to bag so much and still function, that's not, you know, that's not really what you want to do either. Right. Bag so much shit and then, and not getting it, working it through. I think that's still part of our mental health problems as black people too because we're just told to bag that shit, keep it moving. If and it get appears, the fuck on through. Yeah, if it appears right and you, and then you ain't broke, then you fine. Right. It's just, I don't know. Where where does it end? With you? It does. It does end with me. It ends with you once you uh, realize that you got to take control of you, man. Um, I've been at my lowest when it came to mental health. I've been suicidal. I've actually attempted to kill myself. If I would have succeeded, I'd have been gone eight years. Mm. And... I'm proud of where I came out of. I'm proud of you too. I'm proud of where I came out of. I remember that, plenty that of times heavy. sitting in my apartment. I had two kids at the time <clears throat> with a pill bottle and a bottle of gin mm. sitting on the floor. Did you take them? I did. You did? I woke up the next morning. Like, in the throw hospital? Up oh. All shit. where I was laying. Mm. Damn. Well, see, I guess, well, my mine's well, I was in the hospital they I was, did try I was trying to cut everybody in my way it is my ex I was trying to cut him I was trying to off me I said we're getting ready to die today but um my mom ended up coming in the, in the house when I was I mean I was wilding and she I don't know how they got the knife out of my hand and then they had to call the ambulance. Then the ambulance came. They took me to the hospital. And they put me in that damn room with the <laughs> officer. And I couldn't leave. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, shit, I got to go to work. They was like, man, you're not going mm, nowhere. Not going I nowhere. was on a 48-hour hold. Yeah, damn. And then they wanted me to go to the PD Mental Health. And I said, no. My mom was like, my mama took me. And um, she had, the lady that was at the desk, um, she had fired her like, Two weeks ago, she said, oh, no, no, you can't go in there, man. We're going to have to find you somewhere else to go. Because she already knew that she was going to write me. Like, she was going to make it seem like I was just crazy. I need to stay in there 30 days. I said, oh, Damn. 
Yeah, so it it was it was a dark moment. See, and you had your mom. I didn't have. Uh, I went through mine by myself. Mm. And a matter of fact, I had. I did have Pearl. Um, if anything, she just prayed for me because, like, I used to tell she used to be like praying. I told her, I said, I don't know how. So mm. she would pray for me, like, and just listen to me cry. Everything, bro. Like, and my kids never saw me at that low. They never, never saw me. They never seen you. They like? never. They would see me cry, mm-hmm. but they never saw me at my lowest when I was like that. I would always make sure they were in bed. Right. And that cr- suffering sign that shit. And boy. the last time I wrote them a letter, you wrote your kids a letter. I me wrote too. Them a letter. I wrote my kids a and, letter um, too, and damn. I read it back. I never gave it to. Yeah, them. I never gave it. But to But when them. I read it back, I was like, damn. Man, my kids were like dark. two and four when this happened, and mm-hmm. um. Me and my mama went to Virginia the next morning. It was my birthday weekend. <laughs> I cried the whole time packing my kids. And I told I finally told my mama then that, you know, I was suicidal and that I didn't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked, but that didn't take the pain away. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, it was just different. Uh, mental health for me is is different. It, it shows at times. It makes you feel weak, but then you, you that strength that it you does. have when you... Mm-hmm. When you overcome that main <laughs> obstacle, it's just like nobody can take you down from that. And me being able to talk about the fact that I almost killed myself, yeah, more than one time, and I'm here to talk about it and smile about it. Right. I, I feel so good. I'm. I feel like definitely I definitely have something. a purpose. You're definitely yeah, here like, for a reason. So, see, I ain't, I wasn't older when I tried. I was probably about eleven, twelve. Oh. Girl, I was cutting myself so damn deep in my arm. Yeah, I did. And too. I took the way I covered it up was I took the, you know, the big rubber bands mm-hmm. that they use. And I had them shits all the way up my arm right here. I had really? cuts. Yeah, I had cuts goodness. all of my, my mama saw that shit. My mama broke down crying. She, she was But you like, did it out of really not knowing why or you did it out of attention? I did or? it out of the simple fact, like, I seen what my mama was going through. Oh, okay. And I was like, this fucked yeah. up that she going through this shit. And my daddy wasn't shit. Yeah. So I was like so depressed. Yeah, had, like, why the hell depressed. I'm depressed? You was very much depressed. Aye. You been in therapy? You ever been in therapy? No. Never been in therapy? Yeah, well, I've done therapy. You done therapy? How I did? used to self-mutilate. No. So um, uh-huh. it was part of cutting, but I used to like ditch little figures mm-hmm. in my arm and stuff. So, um, yeah, I did therapy. Therapy wasn't my thing because it was just like. They didn't ask me the right questions. Like, I wanted to get to the point and talk. I really wanted to talk. You want to get to the meat of the And city. they was wanting to talk to me about little simple shit. Like, like how's how, your day going? Yes. Okay. Uh, what'd you do today? Uh, how was your day yesterday? Did anything make you mad yesterday? No. No, that's not what I want. Yeah, like, it was a, yeah, it was a regular so day. So, I'm going to give you the answers you want. Yeah. Because we're not going no further with that. Right. Because you're not helping me at this right. point. I could have did this shit at home. Like, right. Talk to me about, like... Why do I feel how I feel? Ask me them questions. Yeah. Like, and I'd rather you come in hard and then we ease off onto it. Like, right. Well, I, I did therapy. I actually I actually enjoyed therapy. Now, there's some therapists I know that they're not capable of getting. And you have to find the right therapist. Right. But I know I just wanted to see the process and then actually found one that I like. But then she moved away. But there, I li- actually enjoyed therapy. Whether I had therapy sessions where they were um, more of a coaching mm-hmm. and they're trying to lifestyle, trying to get your life in order, organized, and and then we'll get to the root of the problem. Right. And then I had therapy for, you know, uh, it was after my accident. So they was trying to get my mental health right. Because right. then right. I couldn't go back to the prison because 
I couldn't. I was working at the prison. And they they allowed me to stay on for about a year, but then they had to terminate me. So then they brought in their, I guess the state brings in their whatever to help you with the mental health or just anything when it comes to long-term disability. It's so, scary. Yeah. Mental so I, health is scary, especially with these little kids. Yeah. These little kids, oh, my gosh. Because I think oh they're my exposed gosh. to a, a lot of things. They early. are. Oh, my gosh. They and they are. can't even process it with the, you know, the adolescent puberty and hormones and, hormones and, and everybody's and trying view. to uh figure out their sexuality and mm-hmm. who they are it's like they now it, yeah it's like they pressured about their sexuality now yeah, yeah they really do make like, like what the hell yeah I, no adolescents know exactly their preference and that they don't that's already a lot of uh chemical imbalance with a, a adolescent i think right. like that, that. So the, you got social media influence that they don't even understand and their their propaganda and agenda that they're trying to throw on the kids, it's it's depressing. Um, social media depresses me. So maybe <laughs> I might be wrong. Maybe I could be right. But I feel like uh, the chemical imbalance comes <laughs> as far as with teenagers, like the confusion of what they like and what they don't like. Right. Like I feel like that. If anything, stresses them the fuck out more than anything. Hell, you going from you think about being it. a child to trying to be growing to an adult. No, but you think about think about it. A little boy. He's mm-hmm. growing up with the stipulation of he's supposed to look at women and instantly be attracted. Right. Say, for instance, this particular day, he looks at something in a magazine, and it's a guy, but it excites him for some reason. Doesn't know why, but he's confused. Right. That produces a chemical imbalance. It produces anger, confusion. Uh, He's excited. So he's got all of that mixed in. Mm-hmm. He's got to try to figure that shit out. Definitely. He now feels like it's wrong. Yeah, but it feel right, but it's wrong as hell by the stipulations of the world. And he still yep. want to be accepted by you know right. When you're a teenager, you want to be accepted for whatever yep. you right. choose, right so or it's, wrong. It's it, when it comes to teenagers, man. And you think about all the shit that we went through, and it wasn't that much pressure on sexuality for us then. It was just frowned upon. We was it was we were straight Definitely or nothing upon. else. Yep. <clears throat> so now it's got you know your peers cool with it, but some of them ain't. As where with us, everybody was just against it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now we got the now they making pronouns a big thing pronouns, for everybody. Yeah, even kids can <laughs> decide. I mean, yes. I mean, I I don't never want to. I get. I guess it is society that we do put a standard on uh, what um, little boy is supposed to do, what little girl is supposed to do. Right. But now, since I think social media is just taking over to the point where it's. You can't even hide. You can't even shield it too much, because now they have it's on. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not against it because I feel like kids should see it. I mean, it's a part I of life. Feel like I feel like they should see it, but I feel like they forcing it. Yeah, a bit they too are. Much. I, Japan, I feel like the way that they deliver it is very like, forceful. Yes, definitely. Like they're, they're because I guess they're trying shit. to get to the point where it's normal. Like it's so normal, like a regular what we would say a regular relationship, man and woman. Or girl, or girl, or, I don't know. Some people are now more accepting of the, you know, girls and girls, yeah, the lesbian. At, at the same time, you know, it's still a part of, you know, your mental state of health and what you are able to accept within yourself. Mm. Um, so, like, it, it's it's a battle that only self can win. Mm-hmm. It is because I agree. No matter what I others agree. say. No matter what others do, no matter 
how they feel. You still going to be you. You still going to like what you like. You still going to do what you do. You still going to feel however you feel, whether that feeling is you happy because you're able to be you or you depressed because you are who you are. All right. Yep. Or even just your personality. It just goes from all across the board from being... You know, if you're in a certain area, you're you're expected to be this, but you might have different interests. You know, you don't want to do football. You might want to do ice skating, cheerleading, cheerleading. You know what I'm saying? But you don't want to be classified as or as we're talking about little boys or whatever, classified as feminine. But you like to cheer that. Why? Personally, being gay uh, messes with your mental health. Period. It does. Um, As a a woman and being being a lesbian, it, it. it's just based off the people and what they say. If you're worrying about what people say, you're really going to have a hard time being yourself and being yourself and being gay. Definitely. Um, that shit don't bother me. Don't you got to really just be like, fuck them people mm-hmm. right. and live your life. Cause I can promise you me coming out and saying that I was into women. I felt a whole lot better. Right. My mental health improved truly because I was hiding behind something that was uncomfortable for me. Right. And I just really wanted to be myself. I wanted to be able to be that person when you see me out in public and I'm holding a female hand. I'm not ashamed because you saw me. Right. Or I'm not afraid of what you might say because you saw me holding a female Don't hand. Don't dig in your ass if you say something. <laughs> <laughs> or like, here I am, you know, I'm out and I'm kissing a female and I hear you, oh, ew, like, oh my God, she's gay. Like, like And then thinking about you know, thinking about that. Yeah, see, now like, you don't give a fuck. So now you're free. Yeah, no, you I don't care. Yeah. You're free. Like, so you free off medicine too? I haven't been on medicine in, in years. Okay. Do I need it? Uh-huh. Probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but you know, I've learned You're better, to, like, yeah. better to cope with. Without it. Without it. Yeah. I, I, need, I need mine for purposes that I don't know. There's some days I wake up when I'm angry. I wake up. Yeah, I still do that too. Well, then you might need it. I probably do. I'm not against it. I self-medicate. Well, while I go get my prescription, we're going to end this topic. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because please, you You can't miss it. What time is it? Yeah, I got to get the pharmacy. I got to get the pharmacy. So thank you for tuning in. This is Mel. Um, AJ, drop that on social where they can find you. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at Rochelle's underscore child. That's R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E-S underscore child. All right. And Mina. You can find me on Facebook at Nova Kane. Kane spelled C-A-N-E. And I'm Mel. You can find me on Facebook at Melanie Denise. Hit me up. And this is Pitched and Unscripted.